Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Yo, 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 this is Joaquin, and I am here with Jake, and this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com, and we are uh, super excited to be here tonight, um, Jay's got that New York uh, grouch face on right now, but uh, he'll be uh, he'll be getting hyped up in a second, um, I hope. Uh, if we sound a little sluggish, it's because uh, we went to one of our favorite places to eat, La Pardo's, La Pardo's Pizzeria. Pizzeria here in Kennesaw, and uh, the one of the owners uh, was there, and, and he was very gracious, and he let us come in even though they were closing, and then he ordered for us. <laughs> he said, I'm going to make you some uh, Sicilian slices, and... If you don't know what a Sicilian slice is, oh. it's like um, think think like a slice like a deep dish, like a little Caesar's deep dish slice, like one of the corners, but a hundred times better tasting, a <laughs> hundred times uh, better everything. It's uh, it's a thick crust squared pizza. They call it a Sicilian, I guess, because it's from Sicily. I have no idea. But All I know is that after that it's, slice, it's from the land of delicious and that root beer. I I'm going through Sicilian itis right now. Yeah, it's um. Well, it's funny because we had we, two- we should have done the podcast first. Yeah, we had two slices, and at first I was gonna save the second slice. I was like, I was just save it for tomorrow. And I before I knew it, I, I ate it. <laughs> it was, there was no, there I, was no going back. I saw you. I was gonna ask you. Hey, um, what I you thought you were gonna say that for tomorrow, yeah, but yeah, yeah, when was, I saw that, <laughs> it was far gone. When I saw you had like the last bite. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was that crust was so amazing. You know, it's funny. You know, we we've, we've been going to that spot um like two, since, two since, three since they opened. Yeah. Right? Since they took over the other the old guy. Nasty pizza that used to be sold there. Capozis or Capizis. I don't something. know. It was called Capotes. I think it was Crapozis. See what I did there? See what I yeah. did there? Move on, move on, move on, move on. Um, but, um, privileges. Yeah, so you know like we've we've been there since day one, let's say, you know, day one. Yeah. And um, I've never eaten anything there and have been disappointed. Correct. Ever. Yeah, like, ever, 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 ever. never. I've, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. And then, you know, like, we always go I for, basically like. basically rotate through, like, three dishes, basically. Yeah, we, yeah and, and we, we go for the pizza, mainly, right? We go, yes, and, and the stromboli. Anybody from. And the chicken wings. Anybody from out of town, <laughs> especially anybody from New York, you know. We take them there. We take them there because it's. It's the closest thing, you know, being these guys right. are from New York. So and, I mean, you know, not not so much for you, but for me, I love rubbing it in New Yorkers' faces that, look, we got good pizza down here. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, like, I took, I took my brother Joe, right, because he's always like, oh, well, it's, it yeah. says New York style, but it's not right, here. Right, so, I, so I took him, and he was like, oh, this is great. This is when he was planning a movie here. He was like, oh, when I move here, I got a pizza place to go to. I took Junior. Right, we took Junior. Yeah, Junior, and Junior was super like, picky. Oh man, but yeah, he Junior, loved it. He was super picky. He, he loved it. He was like, "Oh, this is awesome. This is New York pizza." It's like you know, he actually got mad that I <laughs> that I had to take it up sooner. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny is that um, so like you know, I, you know, I, I'm 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 from Puerto Rico, right? I was born in Puerto Rico, but I've I've grown up in Georgia my whole life, um, and I just love. I love like Jay knows this, and he just he rolls his eyes because I love messing with New Yorkers, especially when they're like like fresh off the bus, as right, <laughs> fresh off the bus, fresh off the off the Chinese bus, as it as it as it were. And uh, your brother, like the last time he was here, right? I mean, I had his brother Joe, I had him wound up. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. You do, you, you do that. You do that too much. You're gonna do it to the wrong person one day. <laughs> I'll be like Chris Tucker Friday. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, nah, cause uh, I'm a pretty big fella. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it was. I'm scared, no New Yorker. 
It was it was awesome. But no, it was it was. And really so, cool. I, what I was saying before is that you know we always buy slices. Yes. And I don't know why we. I never thought you know of getting a Sicilian and yeah, forget never, it. I don't. I don't think I'll be able to I go back. For, I think go for, back to a slice yeah, like for from a while. Da, from now on, it's gonna be like I'll take one slice and one and Sicilian. One Sicilian. <laughs> Corner piece, please. Along along with my chicken wings. Um, <laughs> but have you had their chicken wings? Their chicken wings are good, by the way. Um. So anyway, so so we're a little a little sluggish, ish. Uh, but once we get going, we're going to get crunk. Crunk for Christ. Wow. Get um, crunk. Get yeah, crunk. Uh, uh, rapidly rap rap for Jesus. Because um, <laughs> this is for the streets. But um, <laughs> with that being said, uh, what's up, dude? How's your, how's your week been, man? Busy? It's been busy. It's been real busy. Yeah. It's been busy at work. And then, you know, busy outside of work because of... All that other stuff going on, but you know it's good busy. Right. So you know it's not like oh man, I wish whatever. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. work has been yeah for me. Work's been it hasn't been busy. Work for me is never really that busy, but it's just been annoying. Like I think I need a vacation because I'm you know I'm just annoyed at work. Like every every little snap. thing you gotta snap at somebody. Every little thing just I almost snapped at my manager today. I just got annoyed. Like I just got really annoyed because uh, there was a shooting by uh, like a road rage incident. Um, right there by the job, right? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Nowhere near one of our stores. I mean, our store was maybe a half, maybe I don't know, four or five hundred yards down the road or whatever. And he just came in. Oh, I need you to look this up. I need you to tell me what's going on. And it's like, dude, it happened like, you know, I want to be like, what are you talking about? It happened like two hours ago. You know? Yeah, and it was nowhere by your job. It, I mean, it was, it was, it was. Right there, I mean, we could look on the camera exactly where it was. I mean, it was close to our, our job, and it was close to one of our stores, but it wasn't close enough to – it wasn't an issue. The guy shot at a car and drove away, right? So, I mean, it was over, and it was done. Um, but I just got annoyed. I just got annoyed, and I was just about to just – I had to, like, swallow my tongue, right? Because I was just <laughs> – I was just about to get in trouble because I'm. So I think I need to blow up and be unemployed. Yeah, because I need to. You know, I need to. I'll be bunking with Cal. Do man, yeah. Vacation. I think I I need a. I think I need a little break. Yeah, you need a break so you don't get um get burnout. Because work work has been annoying. (laughs) So what I'm thinking of doing, as far as I'm thinking of taking off the 25th, the 26th, and the 27th of July. To why, see Man of Steel, why, The why, Killing Joke, why and those days? DVS hmm. Ultimate Edition. Because on Monday, on Monday, The Killing Joke, the 25th, on Tuesday, the 26th, BVS Ultimate Edition will be in. And then Wednesday, so that I can just chill. <laughs> Part of me wants to watch Man of Steel. First. First, and then after Man of Steel, watch BVS. Well, hey, man, you know, I told you, grab Junie, y'all come over, we order... A Sicilian pizza for Lafardos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get some some drinks, and man, we we do a marathon. I'm down for it. I got the big, tall, loud speakers, so we could you do we could blow you we could blow the apartment apartment complex down. So yeah, so BVS Ultimate Editions come out. Um, I I want to stay off the interwebs I'm, because listen, of everything that I've been. I've read everything. I've read everything. I've read the spoilers. And honestly, I've read the spoilers and I'm more excited to watch it having read the spoilers than anything else. You know? Um, And so I've been Uh, fighting. I I think we're going to make some coffee. You want some coffee? You want some coffee? We can make some coffee, I guess. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. So I got to keep talking. Great. So, (laughs) so, so, uh, like, that's a problem for you. So, so Jay is well. Apparently Jay goes and makes some coffee because he could have done this earlier. I mean, we can stop and just no, start back up. No, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking. So BBS is has come out. So I'm super excited to watch that. Um, uh, another movie is coming out soon. Uh, for those of you that might not know, uh, there's a movie called Ben Hur, which is a remake of the of the classic Ben Hur, the Ben Hur movie. I think Ben Hur came out in the forties. Um, uh, I think so. I think Ben Hur came out in the forties. The original. Uh, they're doing a remake now. What's interesting about the Ben Hur story is that I've never seen the original, but I think I'm going to have to um, because uh, it's about a guy you know who's a chariot racer and he's you know riding around racing his chariot, and 
in the background of that story is uh, the story of uh, Christ. And, and I think the chariot rider becomes a Christian. Um, you know, all these different, all these different things happen. Very, very, very cool. Um, so I think uh, this movie's coming out uh, next month, August. August. So uh, hopefully it'll be good. Um, it's by the same people that did the Jesus movie and the Bible series. Same people I did the same people. Okay, so Jay is saying, which I don't know if you heard him. Our little uh, squiggly lines here acting a little funny. Uh, but Jay said that it's from the same people that did the Jesus movie. Um, and this TV series? Yeah, the Bible miniseries. Yeah. The Bible miniseries. The it's Acts? Mark, yeah, Acts. It's Mark Burnett and Roman Dowling. Acts. So Jay said that the, Mark Burnett, the guy that made the Acts miniseries, which a lot of people like. And, of course, some haters going to hate. They're not going to like it. But whatever. We brush those guys off our shoulders. Brush, 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 brush. Um, so, you know, we got all that stuff coming up. Super, super, super duper excited. Um Hey, we also got some things coming up for the for the this is outcry that we uh, that we're working on. Sorry, I I, I <laughs> I'm here <laughs> falling asleep from Sicilianitis, and I had to go make some coffee. Yeah, you know, I, and I told Jay, hey, want me to make some coffee? No, no but you coffee. you asked me if, you, if if I wanted coffee before we went to get the, before we went to get the pizza. Oh, now when we got back, and we're both here like <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine. Um. Yeah, so Ben Hur is by Lightworks. Lightworks, okay. It's Roma Downey and um, and Mark Burnett. And yeah, you're right. You know, all that chariot race. It's like Gladiator, but on a chariot. On chariot, right? But on fire. um, and then on in the background is that whole, the whole story of Jesus being crucified. Okay, right. And um, because I, the the original had Charlton Heston. Right. Right. So you I know, to, I might have to look that up. I might have to. Watch I, it. I actually did watch it because you know, mom was like. Hey, that's the same guy that played Moses in the right. Ten Commandments. So let's watch this one too, right? And it was kind of cool because in the original they showed where Charlton Heston, I think he came across Christ, either walking through the Via Dolorosa, or something happened where he actually met Jesus and like, oh, okay. and he accepted like he accepted Christ. So he accepted the idea, became a follower, became a follower, right? a follower of the, the way, right? So. Oh, cool. It'll be cool to see because I, I saw the trailer for Ben Hur, and it, it actually it actually looks exciting. It does. Then, then it's a period piece too, you know. So right, and I mean, if there's anything I I, I love for me, you know, I love I love uh, anything set in olden days where a lot of people are fighting. I love sports movies. Yeah, I saw the one on Jesse Owens the other day. Oh yeah, how was it? It was good. I really liked it, but I like them. I love sports movies. I don't even care if they're cheesy, like. There's just something about like just the inspirational aspect of those movies gets so me all you, it gets me all teary eyed. Did you like Hardball? Hardball with like Keanu Reeves. With Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love. I saw Eddie the Eagle. Dude, I saw that too. That was, was actually such a, really such good. A good. It was movie. so good. Um, I mean, it's just I love sports movies. They're just that that because you know they're. The, it's always an underdog story. Yes, and it's just, and it's just inspirational and yeah, and, you know and. Can't, get, um, can't be mad at that. You know, there's there's enough, you know, there's just enough non-inspirational stuff going on in the world today that, you know, I want to watch something that's going to make me, like, cheer and feel good and, you know, get all weepy-eyed like a like a little baby. Um, speaking of being weepy-eyed like little babies, I mean, it's kind of a weird segue, but uh, <laughs> let's, um, um, if you're listening, uh, let's not forget the uh, the people in Turkey. Uh, they suffered through a terrorist attack uh, earlier this week. Messed up. Uh, the the cops actually, you know, they, there was three guys. Um, one of them actually blew himself up so that the other two guys could get into the airport. And then um, the cops shot one guy, but, you know, they didn't kill him right away. So he was able to detonate. And I think um, it was like, in the you know, hundreds of people actually, getting injured. I actually saw that video at work. Like the actual video, the the CCTV footage, right? And um, and dude, it was like like it's commendable. You see the cop telling people to run away, right? right. Because of what's going on, yeah. And then uh, and then you see, you see like the CCTV footage, um, where he's telling people to run, and then he like he hides in a corner, right? Like he goes around the corner, he hides there, gun drawn, 
And when the guy comes shooting around, he comes around the corner shooting up the place, like he, he takes him down. But he doesn't take him out. He doesn't, right. Right, and that's the that's blew himself up. Right, yeah. that's what it was. Like, and then even when they, they showed that he stepped up to the to the guy, right? I, I I guess, I guess you know we're gonna take you take you down, but not out. You know, to maybe arrest you, or get information, or whatever. But then he when he went up, when he walked up to the guy, he saw that he had the vest. Right. Right, and like it was like fight or flee. Like he didn't. I mean, there like was, he, he, by that time, there was really no fleeing. Like he, he didn't shoot the guy to kill him and keep him from blowing him. No, because he blew himself up way after the the cop ran. Because the cop, like, he saw that he had the vest on, right. and then he ran away. Oh, okay. And like he just took off. Then, like, I would say, like, a minute, a full minute, or maybe, a little, like, a minute and a half later was when he blew himself up. But yeah, the thing, is, was, yeah, the thing was, is that, like, I got to I gotta stop opening these emails, right, because... It's it's like inside video, so it's not it's it's uncensored. Right, <laughs> like it's uncensored. Oh yeah. I so mean, so I'm looking at the video and I'm like, oh that's good. At least you know the cop shot him, whatever. And then I see, then you just don't right? see anything, right? Because no, even the news, you, but you see the bright orange, right? Right. Are the explosion? No, but I don't know. I didn't see it in the I didn't see it in the news broadcast. No, I saw the like news, the, the actual video. Even the news showed the guy blowing himself up. The, did they show the arm, his, his arm fall afterwards? No, they just showed the guy blowing himself up. And then see, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, I see the, the explosion. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, at least that hero cop was able to get everybody out of there. And then, bam. <laughs> like, you see the, like, the dude's arm like, uh, fall and bounce. Don't talk, about, don't talk about that, Jay. Uh, don't talk about that. We're going to give people nightmares. <laughs> the things that, I'm at work watching that, and I'm like, oh, Oh, why did why did they stop yeah, it? Listen, stop I, I a long time ago, I a long listen. I watched uh, a couple years ago when one of those journalists got his head chopped off, and I don't know what it was in me that that I watched the whole thing, and that's when I just I was like, nope, 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 nope. Now, I mean, if I see something, it's like, oh my gosh, they're gonna nope, chip change because yeah, that uh, stuff yeah. stays with you. And but that's, that's the thing, I, I I keep forgetting, you know, because of my job. I keep forgetting, like to like tell myself I don't need to open this, or I don't need to sit here and right. watch this, right? Because I mean, you I, can and you like, can find that video anywhere, but I just, I, I got messed for it. I got messed up when they um when I saw the video of the thirty Christians, the thirty Coptic Christians right. that got beheaded. Right. Like that messed me up for like a week. I never I didn't watch it because I knew exactly what it was going to be because I've seen it. I've seen those videos before, and it's just like no, I, I don't need that. But I don't, I don't know if you remember that because like the funny thing. Or oh, the interesting thing about that is that I, I didn't get mad at, like, ISIS or the ISIS um, soldiers because they're doing what they're doing, right? They're right. doing what they're doing. I actually got mad at the at, – how huh, did I put this? I got mad at the people that complain about their church, right? I got mad about Christians who say, oh, no, this church sucks because, like, the pastor doesn't say hi to me or this church sucks because – their children's ministry isn't what I needed to be. Meanwhile, you got 30 Coptic Christians, right, having their heads sawed off just for being Christian. And you're complaining that you don't like right. the color of the curtains of your church. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what my anger was pointed to. That can be a bit, a bit disheartening. But um, So we just want to remember those folks in Turkey. Um, I'm gonna tell you what though. Did you see one of those guys? One of those guys had a uh, like a like a like the bubble goose, like the the jackets. Like he was, so he's wearing this big jacket. Um, like what? what they, yeah, the bubble jacket. Yeah, the goose down, the bubble, the, the bubble goose down. Right. And so he's wearing this big heavy jacket, and it's it's hot. It's, yeah, it's That's, that was one of the things that was like, wait a minute, this isn't right. And I remember I remember telling the guy I worked with, I'm like, yo. I'm about to take my parents to the airport on Saturday. If I see somebody wear one of those jackets, <laughs> I'll take my pistol out. I'll shoot first, asking questions later. But no, uh, a um, a coworker. If it is way too hot here in Georgia to be wearing yeah, one of those real, jackets. The other day it was like 101 <laughs> degrees. But a coworker of mine came back from vacation today, and he was telling me how when he got to the airport, when he landed here at um, at Hartsfield, that um, nah, like security is they they stepped it up. You got armed cops. Walking around, I mean, all cops are armed, but like these these cops have like <laughs> like their 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 guns, the, the rifles, the rifles on hand 
and just walking around with rifles on hand. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, because I mean, the, the airport's already got a bunch so of. They cops should be on there. safe. They should be safe. Oh man, all I know is that it was it was messed up. I you know, ugh, it's hard for me because I get I I tend to get. <coughs> excuse me, I just sneeze. I I, I tend to get uh, political. Yeah, I got sugar. Brown sugar. No, no, there's, uh, look right over here, somewhere. It's right there next to the coffee cups. Jay, Jay is blind. Oh. Got the sugar right next to the coffee cups. That shows you how much I need to talk. Well, you know, Jay's talking about brown sugar. That's cereal, sucker. That is? Yeah, that was the cereal leftovers. Um, so we got that. So anyway, so, that being said, um, so, uh, we got a couple of things, me and Jay. We just kind of, kind of I want to kind of share with you guys a little bit, just because um, Jay has abandoned me. So this is what I'm gonna talk about. Um, so we got a couple of things. We, I don't, I have no idea what Jay's uh, over there singing. We, uh, but anyway, so for the uh, this is outcry.com. Um, me and Jay have been talking, and we got a couple of things that um, I'm hoping that will go. I'm hoping to, to have them go live next week. Um. One of the things we'll be doing is we're gonna be we're gonna uh, have a new new set new way of recording the podcast and hopefully it will um, it will stop the echoes and and all those different things um, issues that we've had um, so we're using a bit better mics and a little bit better system super excited about that next week will be the first time we we do the recording um, so yay get excited I'm excited about it. Uh, the other thing we've talked about, we haven't found a name for it yet, but, you know, we've told you guys uh, the last couple of weeks, um, you know, uh, Jay was asked to do a, a one-minute devotional for uh, FNF, Live. FNF Live out in out in Miami uh, for, uh, for Jay Blaze, and so uh, one of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to, um, on, the, on the Monday after, after the weekend, after... After it's been played on FNF Live, we're going to be releasing the devotionals um, under a different little heading. We just haven't figured out the name of the heading yet. You know, it might be, uh, you know, one-minute devotionals that this is our cry. It might be the Overflow Podcast, one-minute devotional. We, we haven't really landed on a name yet, but it'll be in English and Spanish. So the cool thing is that they'll be, it's the same devotional, but it'll be in English and Spanish. So you'll be able to share it with some of that. Just speaks of Spanish, right? And and then or share with someone that just the, speaks the, English. The great thing about that is that, um, unlike these podcasts where they're an hour long, and we talk about current events, we talk about pop culture, we talk a lot about movies, and <laughs> and then we have like the last half hour to unpack the um, the thought of the week or whatever. You know, these things will be. I didn't know you had creamer. Uh, yeah, well, I put sugar in there, so okay. it might be super sweet. Well, these 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 things are uh, going to be a minute, a minute and a half, and it's just going to be like a reflection, a quick devotional, Bible verse, the thought behind it, and go. So they'll be very easy for anybody to just pass them on, right? It's it's it, it'll be a good. A, a good tool to keep in to keep in your arsenal, right? And then and they might they might or might not. It just depends. You know, they might be related to the previous week's uh, podcast. They might be just completely different um, thought. So we're really, really, I'm really excited about uh, about this. Um, yeah, so just again, be another way. Big shouts to, share. to Jay Blaze for um, giving for giving us this opportunity and and basically sharing his platform right sharing his platform with us i mean yes i've been friends with blaze for for years for years when um fnf live was up before and even before that right when we had our our show on the radio he helped us out a lot so you know this is what this is kingdom work this is what it's about so we're real excited um we got that and then there's a couple other things that um, I've been looking at and I've been talking with Jay about to uh, maybe uh, to expand some of the content uh, work that we're, you know, have on the website. So just be on the lookout. 
Um, and you know what? Um, if you're out there listening and and you're on the call us out, man. Just be like, hey guys, I'm waiting to hear I'm waiting for this content. Let us know. We wanna, you know, listen, we don't get mad if we get called out for, for being slack. Cause uh sometimes we have that problem. We get so hey. Again, whatever. I'm getting old. And they say the mem- memory is the first thing to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm always fighting. I'm always fighting with Jay. Put stuff in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that coming up. I'm super excited about that. Um, So uh, did you ever talk about Atlanta Fest? Because you went one day. I getting old. Memory is the first well, you, to go. Uh, you know, a couple weeks back, Atlanta Fest was here in uh, Georgia and Atlanta. I think we mentioned it, but I'm not sure um, if I like talked anything. So is it, was it a, that, cause so Jay went on a, on the Saturday. The I went on the night. Saturday, the last Saturday of the week of, of the festival. I just went on the first day, just went on Thursday. We didn't have anybody to go on Friday. So he went Thursday and I went fr- and I went Saturday and, um, it was it was great. I loved. Okay, this is funny, right? Because since it was um, basically a comeback, a comeback um, festival. Right. It was right? the first time in like three years. Right. So, um, in comparison to the other bigger festivals that I've done, right? I loved this one the most because it was it was smaller, right? Because it's 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 gaining momentum again, and um, it was more intimate. It was real intimate. Everybody was just helping, and like when when the festival was over, like people actually volunteered to help break down the stage and put things away. Like it was it was it was really cool, you know. Okay. It was really cool. Shout out to um, to Chris and Teresa to for not just not not just for opening their their doors and their hearts to us, but then also like like I don't know if you if you noticed, but all day I was like, hey. You want to come and help Jay out, help me right. out, you know, knock down the knock down the stage. Just go up to the front, get here, let him know that you're a part of Jay's team, and they'll let you in for free. You can enjoy the entire festival. And, like, some people did that. Right? Right. Some people did that. Hey, I'm, I'm on Jay's team. Free entrance to the festival. <laughs> but, you know, but did yeah. they help? Yeah, they help. Oh, they better have. They help. They help. They help. If they didn't. Um, so that's cool. So next year, maybe this is our crowd will be a little more participatory, we're hoping. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Saying? No, they will be. We will be. I'm like, they will be. We will be. You know, we have to um we have to sit down and see what that looks like. You know, we have to sit with with the owners of Atlanta Fest and Oh, and, God, yeah. and just and talk to them, see how they're doing because it it takes it takes a lot out of you, right? Right. So we right. have to see if uh, about pouring into them, but then also, you know, because we're not, we want to be, we want to help them, but at a different capacity. We you don't want to come in and take anything over. We're not looking to like start anything in there, any stages, or any, you know, we just want to be able to to pour into them and help them wherever wherever they need, right. Right, but, so even if it means, but if they give us a stage, breaking down, <laughs> breaking down the stage, and putting things away again, then Correct. let it be that. Like wherever we can help. Yeah, well, hopefully, and hopefully next year, you know, no, not hopefully. I mean, yeah, hopefully next year we'll, you know, we'll be a little more. We'll kind of know what's going on because the biggest my thing was, you know, it just it, it just seemed to kind of like it, it just kind of popped in on us, and we've been talking about it, but it still felt like it just snuck up on us. Wasn't able to, you know, because I would have taken all three days off. You know, but it was just oh, and and somebody got engaged at the festival. Well, good for them. At like, stop triggering me, like, Jay. On the sta- on the stage <laughs> with the <laughs> stop, was, stop triggering me, Jay. Cool. Stop triggering me. Joaquin is still taking applications. I'm still taking applications. So, with now, I'm just sad. So um, anyway, so with that, I'm just kidding. I'm not sad. Just a little bit, but so <laughs> so so with that. Uh, so we, you know, so we had all that stuff going on. Anything else? Anything else that you can think of? I mean, there's, um, there, are, but there are things that we can't talk about. There are things that we can't talk about that uh, uh, at some point, uh, Pastor Jay here will will talk to us about. <laughs> um, so subtle. And so, uh, what? I you hate being called Pastor Jay. So I, I do. I love calling. <laughs> and you that's Pastor why you Jay. like calling me Pastor Jay. So uh, yeah, so we've got uh, we've got that going on. Well, it's Fourth of July weekend. Fourth of July weekend. I'm working on the Fourth of July. Because, I'm not, um, which is why I say no it's to so easy busy money. at work. Yeah, I say no to easy money. So 
You know, work is so you mean, you slow. You don't say no to easy I money. I say no. I don't say no to easy money. I I will do things for easy money that are legal. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, this is kind of a weird segue. We're just kind of all over the place today. I think it's, it's the Sicilian. I, I think that Sicilian got us all. <laughs> Listen, we cannot eat Sicilian before recording ever again. Or we have to eat it like way, way earlier. Um, so with that being said, we're going to kind of um, go ahead and uh, jump into um, this week's topic. Uh, it was weird because this week's topic, um, it's it's an old, it's, it's, an, it's uh, derived out of an old message that I had preached many, many years back. Um, but it's, it's, right. it's such a dope, it's such a great story. Which is when we were talking about, you know, what we we're going to talk about, and we were just kind of in the air about it. Like, this popped into my head. And so we're actually going to break this into three sections. So we're going to talk section one today, two and three, um, because it's such a great story. Now, it comes from the Old Testament. And so I want to kind of start with kind of prefacing it this way. You know, a lot of times we, we look at uh, scripture um, from a you know, how can this be applied to me aspect sometimes? And, and, and especially Old Testament, you know, we're always trying to look, how can this apply to me? How can this apply to me? And for me, I think a lot of times the Old Testament, it's not so much how, how can it apply, but it's more of what can I learn? You know, what can I learn from this biblical character's story, especially in the Old Testament, um, that can help guide me in my walk? Right. Okay, do you follow me, Jay? Um, like I said, because a lot of times when you know, uh, and I, you know, I've I've spoken, I've done, you know, I've done a lot of uh, speaking at churches and stuff. Jay has done a lot of speaking at churches. We've been around a lot of different pastors, we, all kinds of things. And uh, you know, one of the one of the the traps that we we tend to fall into when it comes to teaching the Bible or trying to glean what what Scripture has for us is is we get into this mindset of there's got to be three things, right? My, I, you know, it's like my three points. Like I, when I, when I first met Jay, and I would go with him, and he would speak. Uh, uh, once, kind of our as our relationship, you know, evolved, I, you know, I would be like, "Hey, Jay, stick to three points." <laughs> That's the Baptist way. That's the Baptist way, and he was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Well, you know, three points. You keep it succinct. You know, it's easier to remember." And so. You know, and it, and it just kind of became this joke. But then over time, Jay was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's funny. It goes, I go back and forth. It depends on, it depends on when I'm invited to speak. Really? Like, yeah. It depends See, on when that, I'm invited to speak. I'll, Eddie, where, when, I, when I spoke at Rehoboth, I kept it to three points. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on when I'm invited to speak. You got to, you know, you got to know your... You gotta know your audience. Depends on what I'm about. I think that only works. That only makes sense. Knowing your audience only works in this sense. The three points will always stand, as, as far as I'm concerned. The three points always stand. Now, depending on your audience, depends on how long you preach on that point, and it depends on how loud you get with that point. <laughs> right? Because me and Jay were we were at a church uh, where uh, one of our buddies, uh, Jehan, did a little rappy thing, and the guest pastor was really loud. He would get really worked up. Yeah. Right? But that, because that was, a, so, but he, he would have benefited from the three points. Yeah, he right? would have. So the three points, listen, if you're a speaker in anything, three points, you keep it three points, it'll always work for you. <laughs> just, you know, you just adjust whether you're louder or whether you're quieter depending on your audience. That's really the only, if you're with the Pentecostals, you get a little louder, a little more worked up. If you're with the Baptist, just keep it cool. If you're with the Methodist, you talk like a church mouse. So, <laughs> uh, so with that being said, if you're with the Methodist, just say the three points just say and, the keep three points and keep it moving. Um, um, if you're with the Presbyterians, just um, you know talk about how you're a worthless sinner. Throw that in with them to three points because they tend to be a little more reform minded. Um, <laughs> But well, I just completely chased that rabbit. Burning all now. bridges tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't care. Um, it's all said. It's all. It's all said in fun, um, in truth. So, um, 
This, this, what is Where it? Where was the, I? The Where truth, was I? The truth comes out in jest. The truth jest. comes out at night. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is this. Uh, so when we when we talk about when we when we look at the Old Testament, a lot of times we you know as speakers we always want to find points. You know, oh this point can apply to me, or this point can apply to you, and this point. And I think I think especially more with the Old Testament, it's it's not so much what points can we pull out, even though sometimes you, you can, but it's more like how. How did this? How does this story? How does? How can that inform me? You know, what can I learn from what happened to David with Goliath? You right? What can I learn from what happened with Samuel when he heard his name being called three times? You know, there's and that's not that there's points in there like okay, if you do this and if you do this and if you do this, but it's kind of like the the whole picture, right? Informs us. Um, so I say that because that's kind of the tax that we're going to be looking at today's um right uh today's passage now yeah we, we did kind of break down a couple of things but they're more like story breaks than they are like actual points that we kind of want to focus on within within this this passage now we're going to be looking at second samuel chapter 12 or excuse me chapter 11 yeah today's chapter 11 yeah today's chapter 11 second samuel chapter 11 now if you open up your your word it'll have a little subheading and it's one of them. It is an. It's one of the most famous Bible stories, right? They Would made, you say they made movies about this? Right, the most famous Bible. One of the one of the most famous Bible stories. Well, one of the most famous, especially Old Testament Bible, especially stories. Especially Old Testament Bible stories, and that is the story of David and uh, what's that chick's name, Bathsheba. <laughs> so dumb. Right. So it's it's we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the story of David and Bathsheba, but we're gonna look at just the. The first, because that story really breaks down into three into three parts, there's, which is why we will break this series we're down, break it down into, into three into parts. three parts, right? So there's there's David and Bathsheba. After that, next week we're going to talk about David and Nathan, um, and Nathan is the prop is the prophet that confronted David about his sin, and then the last part of that is the consequence of of David's sin and what happened and and how he. And how he moved forward from that. So those are kind of the, you know, big picture. Those are the three things that we're going to be. And so before you get into scripture, how about you give um, give our audience, just in case, you know, they were eating glue during Bible, during Sunday school, give them like a quick background on who David was. All right. So David, who is he? I'm, that's all I can go. I was going to like do like this whole rap, but I decided not to. Thank you. So now it would have been dope. David, who's David? Who is David? David started many, many years back, many, many years back, because he's Old Testament. David was a shepherd boy who was anointed uh, to be uh, the king of Israel because the king that Israel had at the time, Saul, had disobeyed God and had. And, and Joaquin speak had dissed God in such a way that God said, "You know what? I'm, I'm removing you." So, so God sends the prophet um, Nathan, uh, Samuel. No, Samuel. Not, Samuel. Not no, Nathan, Nathan comes later. Samuel he sends Samuel, and he sends him to a guy by the name of Jesse, and because he said, "Hey, listen, one of Jesse's sons is going to be the guy that you're going to anoint." So David, excuse me. So Samuel goes. He looks at everyone. He goes, hey, are you have any more sons? And they're like, oh, we got the, the youngest. He's out there with the sheep. Bring him. And so the youngest being David, and David is the one that gets um, anointed. Now, we know David because of probably his biggest feat, which was when he killed uh, Goliath, Goliath the, the giant. And, and you know, David was, a, David was a man. He was a young man. And a man who loved God. I mean, the Psalms, bunch of them were written by David. Uh, David uh, fought for for Saul, even though he knew that he, eventually he would be replacing him. But David never, you know, tried to take Saul's place. He said, you know, you're my king. Um, you know, David was the only one of the Israelites who, when Goliath was out there uh, dissing God and dissing the Israelites, uh, David was like, who's this guy think he is? And he went out there and killed him with a stone. Right between the eyes. So, um, at this time of the story, when, when we pick it up, David has now been king for several years. And David, more than anything, David was, was two things. You know, 
David was, um, as the Bible says, a man after God's own heart. Uh, David loved God. Um, matter of fact, after one of the victories, David was dancing so hard and, and praising God that his clothes fell off. Right? Uh, David loved God, and David worshipped God. And, and if you read the Psalms, they're, they're all about, you know, even when he had his doubts, God, where are you? But you're still, like, awesome, right? That's, that, yeah, that's even when he was afraid or yeah, afraid when he was or sad or depressed. And David was also known as a great warrior. David was a warrior king. Okay? So, and, and you know, and, and a good example of that is after they came back from, from a battle, you know, they were like, oh, Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his tens of thousands, you know. David was known as a warrior. I mean, there was a time when Saul was chasing David and David got up close to Saul and like could have killed him right then and there. But he didn't. But David was like the man. Loved God and was a warrior king. That's David. Okay. So with that being said, that takes us right into this passage of scripture. Now, the overview of the story is it's real simple. David... Sees Bathsheba bathing. He tells his servant, go get her. She comes over and he sleeps with her. He has relations with her. He sends her back. Right? She sends him a note and says, I'm pregnant. David panics. So he calls um, Bathsheba's husband to come in from battle. And he tells uh, Bathsheba's husband, hey, husband, hey, go spend time with your wife. Bathsheba's husband's like, no, I'm not going to do that because my boys are all fighting. So David panics again. Uh, sends Bathsheba's husband out to fight with a note. And in the note, it tells his commander, listen, attack the wall of the city, the city we have under siege. Uh, when you guys start getting attacked, withdraw, but leave Bathsheba's husband out there. And, and he gets killed. And so then David, um, that happens, and then David brings Bathsheba and makes her uh, one of his wives. That's kind of the over, like, that's this that's first. A, that's a quick overview. This first section, <laughs> that's the overview. But now we're going to, now we're going to, we're going to read through the scripture, and we're going to kind of jump in and look at some of the, maybe some of the minutia, some of the things that kind of bubble up um, as we're, as we look at this. So, Jay, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, start with verse one. Um Let's say read the first. Why don't you go through the first five verses? Wow. All right. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. Second Samuel eleven. I'm reading from the ESV translation. So it reads: In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with them and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained remained at Jerusalem. It happened. Late one afternoon, when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house, that he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself, from her uncleanness. Then she returned to her house. And the woman conceived. And she told David. I am pregnant. So. <clears throat> right off the jump. There's. There, there's a couple of things that we see here. Um, as, as, as we. As we begin our walk down this. Down the story. The very first verse. It says. In the spring, the time when kings go out to battle, uh, the New King James Version says when the kings go out to war, says David sent Joab, um, but he remained. Because he remained, so let's follow this, right? So David, instead of going out to war like, like a king is supposed to do, like a king does, he stays. And because he stays, he notices Bathsheba. He notices Bathsheba, and then instead of going, ah, I don't need to look, he sends for her, right? Sleeps with her and gets her pregnant, right? Here's the thing. 
here's here's the thing about about this part of the story. Uh, me and Jay were, were talking about this round and round, round and round, and um, and that is this: David. Listen, David was the king of Israel, and he was supposed to be at war, but because he wasn't at war, David walked right into committing sin. Not so just he, sin; he walked into it. He literally he, he didn't into fall it. into sin. No, he didn't fall into it. He didn't. He wasn't walking on the roof and fell into bed with Bathsheba. He he walked up on the roof. That's why I say he walked into it because he actually walked up on the roof. He saw it and he sends out for her. Um, you see, for me, when 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 I look at this story, when I look at the, the first part of this story, it tells us that kings that the kings. Uh, this is uh, when kings go out to battle. David was a king. David should. He had no business being. David should have been in battle. David had no business being home. Now, how do we, you know, once wait, what can we learn from this? We can learn this. I think. I think this is the lesson that we can learn from this part of the story, and that is this: God has called us. um, Jesus gave us some very simple instructions before he, you know, before he ascended into heaven. What were those instructions, Jay? You remember? Love God with love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go into the world and make disciples, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Jesus gives us three commandments. One, two, three. One, two, threes. My friends, here's the love thing. Love God, love people, make disciples. Repeat. Love, love God, love people, make disciples, which Repeat. is which is outcry's uh, <laughs> uh motto. And that is this, we, we are all of us, all of us are called to serve God. When we accept Jesus, when we accept Christ into our life, when we accept his sacrifice, we are all called to serve him. I mean, that's one of the, right, that's one of the driving forces, right, of all, all the podcasts we've done, right? It all comes down to what? It comes down to how do we serve God? How do we love God? How do we love others? And how do we serve God? But here's the thing. The moment we lose focus, the moment we allow ourselves to um, to kind of step back and go, well, you know, I'm going to take a break or I'm just going to chill. I'm not going to do the things I know I need to do. Or I know that this is what God wants me to do. But instead, I'm just going to put a pause on that, put a clip right here, right. and I'm going to go do something else. Do whatever it is that I want to do. What ends up happening is we're not doing, we are not doing them what we have been called to do. So what we're going to end up doing is we are going to, we are going to fall, okay, or not fall really. We're going to step into um, sin. We're going to step into these things. We're going to cause us um, to sin. Uh, an example of, you know, a good example would be this: if you, um, as a non-Christian. I uh, used to drink all the time. You would just get drunk, blackout drunk, right? You accept Christ. And so you're you're reading the word and you're praying daily. Uh, you're going to church. You're, you're fellowshipping with believers. You, you tell people, you know, people see the change in your life. And you tell people about the change in your life. And then your friends say, hey, we're throwing this big party at this bar that we all used to love to ho- go hang out at for Jay because he is... You know, he's, you know, he's uh, getting married or he's uh, going away. So we're throwing him a party. Now, if you know that going to that place is going to is going to uh, potentially bring you back to where you used to be. Then don't go. Then you don't go. Right. Because that's not where you're supposed to be. As Jay always likes to say, yet the old has passed. So you don't. You don't step into that because if you know that when you're with your friends, you're going to do nothing but drink and get blackout drunk, right? That's, that's your trigger. They trigger you into, right? You get triggered into that because you're like, oh, well, they're my friends and oh, for all time's sake, right? You start making excuses. Next thing you know, you fall, you, you know, you step into, you don't really fall into, we, I mean, that's a, it's a really hard to get out of saying that, right? Because we're always saying we fall into sin, but we don't really fall into it. We step into sin. Sin, you know, sin doesn't throw itself on us. Um, I would say 100% of the time, we're stepping right into it. We know what we're doing, right? Is the sin that you're having the beer? No, the sin is that you're getting blackout drunk. And if you know that's what you're going to do, you don't go. Because that is the old you. That is not who you are anymore, right? Who you are is someone that loves God, 
that um, Love what is God, it? Loves your neighbor. Loves people. And makes, disciples. and makes disciples. I can never remember that. And it's something we say all the time. So, you know, so you don't step into that. You know, I was talking to uh, somebody not too long ago and, and they were, you know, they were just feeling so remorseful because, you know, they went out, hang out with some friends that they always hung out with before they were saved and they ended up getting drunk and they felt so bad. And it was like, listen, you know, that, you know, you can be forgiven of that. But here's the thing. That's no longer a part of your life. Right. You don't do that anymore. Well, David, David, you know, the, a part of David's life was going to war. That's what David made his bones in. Right. David was a was a warrior. He's a warrior king. But he's not fulfilling his 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 calling. He's not fulfilling who he is. And because he's not doing that, he's easily distracted he's by e temptation. He gets easily distracted by temptation. And then not only does he get distracted because the reality is temptation, sin, sin feels good in the moment. So it's not hard to you know, to run, you know, to like stop temptation, especially when you have nowhere to go. You know, Joseph ran away from temptation, but David was already there. He was already where he shouldn't have been to begin with. So where's he going to go? Right. He saw a beautiful woman and he said, you know what? I want to have her. I'm the king. I can do what I'm the, I want. I'm gonna do what I want. And so David then falls. He falls into sin. David, not just commits sin, he just steps into it. He commits adultery. Right. Which even Jesus calls that one out. Right. Specifically when it comes to how we either we act physically or even in or even in our hearts. So so we have David who's supposed to be warrior king. He has failed in his calling. He has failed to do what he what he should be doing. But here's the problem with sin. Sin isn't a one off thing. Sin tends to compound itself. Right. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It tends to build on itself. So what's so what's the next thing that happens? So David goes from committing adultery to now he's trying to be deceitful. Because in the next set of verses, this is what it says. It goes, so David sent word to Joab, Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite, who was Bathsheba's husband. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came, David asked Joab, you know, how he was doing, how the people were doing, how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. And then Uriah went out of the king's house and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his Lord and did not go down to his house. When they told David uh, that Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? So now David's trying to like he's, he's like trying to push him. David wants Uriah to go to his house so that he'll sleep with so that he will sleep with his wife. And then say that's his baby. And then he can say that's his baby. Uriah said to David, "The ark in Israel of Judah dwell in booths, and my lord Joab and servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and your soul lives, I will not do this thing." So right there, he's kind of condemning David a little bit, right? Yeah, right, because he he shows that he has more honor and more character than David does. Yes. Uh, then David said to Uriah, remain here today also and tomorrow I'll send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. And David invited him and ate in his presence and drank. So they made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of the Lord. But he did not go down to his house. So you notice David, David calls for Bathsheba's husband to try to get her to try to get him to go sleep with his wife. Then he tries to get him drunk so that he'll go home and, you know, and sleep, with, and with, and his sleep with his wife. And Uriah at both times doesn't do it. So now David starts with, to, you know, so let's follow this, right? So David starts off by, by not doing what he's supposed to do, by not doing what his, what his job is, what his calling is, warrior king. Then because of that, he walks right into uh, adultery. Now, right, so now he panics, right? Because sin doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's like a lie, right? When you tell one lie, you got to maintain that lie. So what do you do? You got to lie again to maintain that lie. So now, so now David tries then to get Uriah the Hittite to go sleep with his wife, like Jay said, so that he could be like, oh, hey, that's your baby. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, but Uriah wouldn't do it. 
So David goes from failing to follow his call, adultery to deceit. He tries to trick Uriah into going and sleeping with his wife. When that didn't happen, he tries to get him drunk. And what happens? The scripture says Uriah slept on the couch. Essentially, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It says Uriah slept on the couch. Um, and David was like, okay, I got to figure something out now. Right? I got to, what, what am I going to do with this guy? Because he's not doing what I've asked him to do. Right? He's not doing what I'm pushing him to do. All right? So then what happens? So Jay, why don't you go ahead and do the last part there? You remember, right? In the morning, verse 14. I'm looking for it. Uh, I, was re- I was reading ahead. Oh. <laughs> so in the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting and then draw back from him that he may be struck down and die. And as Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant men. And the men of the city came out and fought with Joab. And some of the servants of David among the people fell. Uriah the Hittite also died. All right. So the rest, the rest of that is like, is Joab sending word to David about the fighting? Um, and then... Um, Basically, he tells David, he tells the the messenger, he's like, hey, look, talk to David, tell him what happened. When he starts getting mad about the people that we lost, just tell him, hey, Uriah the Hittite also died. (laughs) Right? And so, you know, the guy says that to him, tells David what happened. Hey, the archers shot at your servants. Um, They're dead, but Uriah the Hittite also died. So now David thinks he's in the clear. Right? Now no one's gonna know. No one's gonna know about the sin, about you know him knocking up uh, Uriah's Bathsheba. Uriah's wife Bathsheba. So um, when that happens, the very last thing the wife of Uriah heard that her husband was dead. She cried over her husband. When the mourning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But here's the thing. This is the like the last verse, the last sentence in this in this whole story is this. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. You know, when we sin, right? When when we when we allow ourselves to step into those things that we know we shouldn't be stepping into. You know, um for a lot, a lot of times, oh, we entertain when we, when we, sin. Yes, when we ent- entertain sin. We, you know, we've gotten into this mindset that we're just like, oh, well, God just loves us. But the reality is that God isn't pleased when we do that. God isn't pleased when we're when we're when we're stepping into um, anything that is that is what can. It's stepping into anything that causes us to separate ourselves. Um from God because that's what sin is sin is separation uh you know is separation from God sin is us separating ourselves from him when we talked about this I think it was like the second podcast we talked about this yeah I think so um so you know so here's the thing I'm not going to tell you right today isn't about us telling you hey here are these three steps not to step into sin it's not about that. It's not about us telling you, hey, hey, here's, here's the three things you need to do. What I want you guys to, to do, what I want you guys, you know, to hopefully follow is, you know, is this thought. Is that look at the very first verse and it says King David stayed home. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. Because of that, he stepped into sin. And because he stepped into sin, God wasn't happy. The Lord was displeased. Right, because it says that that was a time when kings were supposed to go to battle. But David decided to stay in Jerusalem. For whatever reason. It doesn't even say and the it, reason. And but it doesn't even matter. Like, had he been doing what he was supposed to do, then he would not have stepped into sin. Correct. At least, you know, not with Bathsheba. <laughs> not with Bathsheba. So... That's the question then. That's the question of, of kind of like the week. That's the question of this podcast. There's one of the questions, really. Question number one is, you know, what has God called you to do? 
right? What does God call Jay to do? What does God call Joaquin to do? It's okay to say that you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But you know what? We do know at least the minimum of what we've been called to do. Love God, love people, make disciples. Right. Love the Lord your God, love your neighbor, you know, um, make disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, in the name of the Spirit. You know, read, read your word, pray your word, do your, that's like what I like to say. Read the word, pray the word, do the word. You know, that's the minimum of what, of what as believers is in a way expected of us. Right. Because that's how we grow in our relationship with the Lord. Um, it's not about, oh, well, God called me to be a pastor or God called me to be a missionary or God called me to start this company or God called me to start that company. You know, you get to that when you're doing when you're doing uh, the things that you're supposed to do, when you're reading scripture, when you're loving the Lord, when you're loving your neighbor, when you're uh, telling people about Jesus. That's, you know, in doing all these things, when you're reading the scripture, when you're praying in all these things, when we're doing these things. God reveals to us what he wants us to do um, with our life in very specific way. But this is the minimum. So even if you're just sitting there going, you know what? I don't know. I just go to work, whatever. That's fine. But you go to work, you do this minimum. If you're doing this minimum, if you, you know, what I call the minimum, then guess what? You're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to avoid the things that are going to cause you to step into sin. You're going you're gonna to go, hey, I don't need to go to this place. Hey, I don't need to stay here. Hey, you know, um, you know we, and, and, and we've said this before. We brought this up before, you know. Um, I'm, I've always been of the mindset, if you're dating someone, right, you, you shouldn't be with them after 10 o'clock, you should be gone. Yeah, like you right? said with your boy. You know, no later, like 10 o'clock, you should be out the door. Why? Because the longer you stay, the longer you're, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're going to step into something that you're going to regret. Well, the scripture says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is indeed weak. The flesh is weak. And guess what? The spirit is also weak when we're not feeding it. When we're not, you know, doing the things that are going to cause it to, to, to become strong. You know, David was not where he was supposed to be. And because of that, he stepped into sin. So we want to challenge you. What I would would uh, would like to challenge you guys is read this scripture. Read Second Samuel um, eleven. Read the whole thing. The picture we have here is the picture of a man who the Bible says is a, is a man after God's own heart. But he did, he, you know, he he did he did three things that caused God to be displeased with him. He didn't he didn't do his duty, which is right. to go to war. He committed adultery. Actually, he did four things. He committed four, adultery. Yeah. He lied. He tried to be deceitful. And committed murder. And then he committed murder. Right? He sent the man to his death. I mean, Beth, she must have been fine. She must have been like the hottest piece <laughs> right. of. But David had just given up. Like, his, there, there was, right? His crown or his kingdom. And he was, yeah, he was, he was willing to sacrifice all of that um, because he, he, he forgot who he was, which was a king that's supposed to be at war. So that's what we want to challenge you guys with. That's what we want you to think about. Where am I? Where should I be? What am I doing? Am I like David? Am I neglecting the things of God, the things that, that God has put in me, the, thing, the things that God has called me into? Because I want to fulfill my flesh. Right? And if you're there, then, you know, our, our encouragement to you then is to step back from that. Begin to do those things. Read your word. Pray. We love. dare you. You know, um, all, we, you know we, all the different we, things we've we mentioned. We dare you to read your word and to pray and to seek God's face and to get closer. We dare you. You know, so that's, so that's where we're at, really. This isn't a story about, hey, here's three, like we were joking about earlier, three points. Oh, here's three points that you need to do to be, No. This is this is a story that we want you to look at and reflect. And how do you, what what in this story speaks to you? What in this story says, "Hey, I see myself in this and I see what I need." Because listen, you know, I, a lot of times we we want people to tell us what to do, right? What do I need to do to become stronger in my faith? Listen, you already know what to do. 
You already know what to do. You know you need to pray. You know you need to read the word. At a minimum. At a minimum, minimum, minimum. <laughs> right? You know what you need to do. Do you see yourself in the story of David? If you do, how are you going to step out of that? How are you going to move from that? What's the minimum you got to do? So that you can um, go from being someone that displeases the Lord to someone that pleases the Lord. Next week, we're going to talk about the confrontation of sin in our life. Uh, when Nathan, the prophet Nathan, confronts confronts David about what he did. We're going to look at that story. And that supposed to be very interesting. Okay. So, uh, with that being said, you got anything else you want to add, Jay? No, just, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> if David would have prayed before any of that, then um, we had nothing to talk about, right? So with that, what I'm trying to say with that is that um, before you step out or before you choose not to step out into what you're being told to do by God, right, um, pray. Pray to be led. Pray to be told. And um, don't pull a David. <laughs> don't pull a David. Where, and distract yourself and be entertained by sin. Right, because remember, sin doesn't happen in a vacuum. And sin isn't just a one-time thing. And builds, sin is not something builds. you fall into. No. Something you step into and it's something that David's sin built, right? It built. It got worse, right? Like, each step was worse than the first. That's what sin tends to cause, cause us to do. Um, so with that being said, hey guys, read 2 Samuel 11, uh, story of David and Bathsheba when kings go to war. So with that being said, um, my name is Joaquin. I'm still Jay. And hey, we are glad that you uh, were with us today. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys next week and to tell you about all the new things that are happening. So, uh, hey, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Go to church, y'all. Peace.